This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker, and the author of nine best-selling books. And today, uh, we are going to talk about uh, the should monster getting in your way. And I want to emphasize should because that is the word that comes up in conversations. Uh, and to kind of put this in a little bit of context, uh, in, in a marriage, things tend to go back and forth where the husband might be doing really great uh, and the wife's a little bit down or vice versa or, or, or she's doing really fantastic, uh, but he's feeling the strain of the job. Um, and, and a lot of times you're really not in that same place individually um, necessarily at the same time. Um, and it always seems to work out this way, uh, at least sometimes. When, when one person is down, uh, the one mate who is up will want to offer a little bit of advice. And what they will say is something to the effect of, well, you should do this. Uh, but really, it can really just be really irritating when the person's down because you should do this uh, isn't really helpful even if they followed up with well because it always works for me so what's up with that noelle <laughs> what's up with that is that you're a grown-up and you don't like to have someone telling you what you should do As a matter of fact most of us steve didn't even like it when we were two years old yeah <laughs> that's why two-year-olds running around saying no all the time <laughs> you know and and what really is irksome is if you're the one down, you don't really like someone rubbing your nose in your own difficulty by pulling what can feel like a real arrogant, well, it always works for me. So we retreat. You know, either you get irritated with it or, or you pull back or you argue, well, you don't know what's going on in this situation or whatever. But the bottom line is you reject the offer that your spouse is making without ever really considering it. And you don't feel one bit good about your spouse, all because of that word should. Okay. And so, why, I mean, why do we, why is it that we get stuck on that word? It's the only, they could have a, a 30 minute dialogue about how it's worked for them, mm -hmm. and you would just focus on that, what you should do, and yes, you focus on absolutely. that one word. Why, why do we get stuck on that word? Well, when someone says that you should, do something a certain way, right? Or, or points out how something always works out for them. Your first impulse, the first place you're going to go, Steve, is you're going to feel criticized. You're going to feel like you've done something stupid or you've done something poorly 
or you've done something inept, and so you have to somehow be told how to do it right. I mean, that's what the training we got when we were kids and we actually needed the should. You know, you should put your shoes on the correct feet and you should tie your shoelaces or Velcro or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But as soon as you're, you're able to do stuff on your own, it's frankly demeaning. I mean, nobody likes to be made to feel wrong. And least of all, by your mate. Because your mate is the person you expect to be your primary support and your Yahoo cheerleader. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we get stuck on the should. Instead of getting stuck on where we need to get stuck, which is the inherent desire that your mate has to help you behind the word should. Okay. And so, and, and what do you mean by that? Um sticking sticking to the desire behind should the well, word should the word should is a hot button for almost all of us okay so when your spouse says you should do it whatever it is this other way you don't even hear what the other way is you let your should button get pushed and you react to that with something like you know don't tell me what i should do i mean that's classic <laughs> we've all said it so instead what you want to do is to try to get past that should monster and listen to what your mate is actually suggesting because there's something else going on behind the should they're saying you know well try this thing here try this thing there and this yourself is a person who more than anyone steve has your best interests at heart so even if you eventually decided that their idea wouldn't work for you it is something worth listening to okay and and how do you and how do you go about that? How do you go? Um, how do you separate yourself from hearing uh, that word "should" to getting to that desire part of it? How do you how do you hear what they're trying to tell tell us? Uh, I mean, can you give an example? Oh sure. Okay, so let's say that you're having a problem with a coworker, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She she keeps swiping your stapler, something like that. I hate that. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> you need the darn thing. You're annoyed. You know, you keep not finding it on your desk. And, and she's all chirpy, happy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you would need it. <laughs> and you're like, well, it, it's okay, but just please ask before taking it. And, you know, we all know the, the, the end of this story. She doesn't ask. And this really rather idiotic scenario keeps repeating itself. And it puts you in a bad mood. Uh -huh. So you're, you're thinking, you know what? I, I, I want to go to my supervisor and complain about it. And so you, you come home that night, and you, you tell your mate, I, I'm thinking about going to my supervisor and, and complaining about this idiotic paper swiping. And your mate says, oh, you shouldn't tell your supervisor. That'll just cause more problems. Mm -hmm. Well, if you refuse to get stuck on the should part of that little sentence, is, well, you're like, well, it's already causing problems, so what am I going to do? Yeah. And if he says, oh, I'm telling you, you shouldn't tell your supervisor, and you go, well, never mind, whatever, you, you've gotten hooked. What you need to do is, is move on to asking yourself, what problem? Because what he's offered you when he says it'll just cause more problems, find out. What is he talking about? Maybe your spouse will say something like, well, your supervisor probably expects you to work these things out without her system, especially now that you're trying for a management position. Mm -hmm. Now that is actually a helpful hint. And you might then want to ask, well, okay, well, how would you handle the situation? 
And the staff might say, well, I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd just stash my staple in the bottom drawer behind something else. Mm-hmm. Now, he's actually giving you an idea. You may or may not use the idea. That, that's kind of irrelevant. But you're a lot farther ahead than you were when the conversation started. In other words, you got past you just getting stuck on the word should, and you sort of poked at him to give you that idea of, okay, what is your helpful thing behind that word should? Until he came out with it. Okay. And really, I mean, really in this kind of a scenario, uh, when when you hear that should word, you should turn into almost like a, a good reporter where you continue to dig for real answers, not just that that surface level information that they're providing. Like, you shouldn't do that, or you should do right. this. It's, well, that's how a, would I go about that? Yeah, that's an excellent way of putting it, Steve. You know, it's kind of... Yeah, be a be a little bullnosed <laughs> reporter, <laughs> investigator type person, and just ignore that little front end, you know, that should thing, and just keep going because there is undoubtedly when someone says, "Well, you shouldn't do that," it's because they have a different idea in mind, which may actually prove useful to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and so I think you're right. I think having that kind of um, I'm not stopping on first base here. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, is very useful. And, you know, and if people don't like the reporter, it, it, you know, think of yourself as a good student where you don't get something at first and sure. you, you continue to ask questions. Um, exactly. And, 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 you know, in this scenario, too, it's it, I, I love that you use the fact that you were talking about a coworker swiping your, your stapler because this isn't actually even a problem between uh, the couple, the husband and wife. No. This is just an issue where – uh, they're having a conversation and they drop the should word into the conversation and all of a sudden it flips a switch and then people, you know, uh, one person gets their hackles up. Uh, right. So, and that's often how it happens because most of us are adult enough not to directly, you know, tell your spouse what they should do when it comes to something between the couple. Yeah. But often when it's about a third party, boy, that word pops out really fast. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, dropping that in the converse and in, in, talking about your own relationship probably would be even a shorter fuse to oh, disaster. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, it, where it comes up a lot is if you're complaining about the kids, or you're complaining about your in-laws or something, or your own parents or whatever. That's where your spouse is most likely to come in with the should word. Well, you shouldn't do it that way, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what would you know? <laughs> and, and that's where it gets stuck. As opposed to, you shouldn't do it that way. Well, um, okay, what, what are you suggesting is maybe a more effective approach. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the other thing about this, too, and as we're relating this back to couples, um, it also works the opposite way because when, when you're in, say, a work environment and you're doing a collaborative project or something, uh, you know, you'll probably get much further if you don't sh- say, you know what, you should really do it like this. Right. And instead offer maybe a suggestion, but in a much more subtle manner of something like, you know, I I've done it this way and it's worked because of these reasons. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can even be looser than that and just say, well, um, you know, what about trying this? Yeah. Not even offering where it comes from, just sort of launching a small suggestion. See, that's why you're the professional. Uh, well, Noel, uh, I, th- this is another great episode, so thank you so much, but, uh, that is going to do it for us this time. So, okay. um, thank you so much. And I can't wait to do it again. 
Thank you, Steve. It's always a joy. And everybody, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Uh, you can find Noelle's books in the Hitch Bookstore. It's a, it's a little link in the top navigation on our homepage. Uh, you can also get more information from Noelle at her website, drnoellenelson.com. Uh, or you can also read her blog, yourmaniswonderful.com slash blog. Uh, if you can't remember any of that, that's also on uh, hitchmag.com. Uh, there's an experts tab, and you'll find Noelle in there with all of this information. And uh, you can also follow Noelle on Twitter, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, I myself am on Twitter, at Hitch Media. I'm the official Twitter person for, uh, for Hitch. So if you have any of those questions or suggestions or anything, feel free to hit me on Twitter. Um, and the last thing before we go, I actually want to mention we did add a little, um, a little social button on our website. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where there are so many social networking tools out there, Twitter, Facebook, well, the other big monster uh, in the game is Google, and Google has uh, just released a new button, and it's called the Plus One button. Have you seen this, Noelle? No, we have not. Okay, so Google has just released a new button. It's called the Plus One button, and uh, essentially the, what, what it is, um, it's, not, it's not Facebook and it's not Twitter. What it really does is it basically is a way of you liking something to, to offer your approval for it. Um, but what it does with that approval is rather than putting it up on a f social network page like, like Facebook, it takes that information um, and incorporates it into the search results. So, for example, if you have read an article on Hitch that you really think is helpful or that you know others would find helpful or you just think it's a great article that pe other people should read, if you click that plus one button, anybody who's associated with you in your Google universe, so they're in your Google Gmail address book or whatever, uh, when they go to Google and they do a search, um, it'll show that you have actually recommended something. And so uh, by clicking on that plus one button, and it's, on, it's now on every single Hitched article at the bottom of the article next to the Facebook and Twitter buttons, uh, it will allow you to recommend our stuff so people can find it when they're, when they're doing searches on, uh, on Google particularly. And, and so, it, you know, and even if you don't see it on, uh, or if you don't use it on Hitched, you'll, you'll know what this means when you're, when you're on Google or you're on web, other websites. So if, you, if you're shopping for a camera and you think that's the best camera in the world, you can plus one Google it and, you know, let everybody else know that you think that's the best camera in the world. So anyways, that's my little social network uh, class for the day. And uh, hopefully the, the social networking buttons will stop for a little while in terms of rolling out new ones. But I just wanted to give everybody a heads up since that's a new little function we've added throughout the website. So uh, one last time, thank you for your patience, Noelle. And uh, uh, I, I, I look forward to doing this again soon. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea.
They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.